Okay. What is up, my fellow agents? Welcome to the New Agent Edge podcast, the only podcast dedicated to helping new real estate agents stand out and succeed in the crowded market that is real estate. Before we get started, I want to sincerely thank you for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, take a second and subscribe to it. If you really want to show us some love, then take a minute and leave a five-star review in iTunes. This is the New Agent Edge podcast. Enjoy the show. On today's show, before we get to the interview, I want to give you guys something. I want to tell you about a terrific way to build your database, and that's meetup.com. If you haven't heard of or ever used Meetup, it's in my opinion the true meaning of a social media site because you are actually able to meet and chat with people in person. Imagine that. You go to the site, and you can choose topics, activities, groups uh, that interest you, and you can go to the next event, usually for free. When I first moved to Chicago, I joined the Chicago Dads Group for at-home and active dads, and I've met a bunch of guys who are not only willing to let me sell their next home or help them with their next purchase, but who are people who I consider to be my friends. Uh, You could also begin your own meetup. I just started my own a few months ago called the Chicago Entrepreneur Mastermind, and I've now met dozens of people who I'll be working with on uh, different projects in the future. It's also a great way to build a higher quality database. So try it out. If you're in Chicago and you want to meet me, I'll leave a link to my meetup in the show notes. And how do you think I met today's featured guest? You got it. Meetup.com. Eric Kershot is an expert in the DISC personality assessment, a Chicago local and CEO and founder of Harmony Insights. On today's show, we talk about what DISC is, how to use it to your advantage, how to recognize when we are with a different personality type. And please make sure you listen through to the end because he gives us a special offer for his services and several resources that he thinks will really help us in uh, DISC and life and business. Uh, he also takes us on a step-by-step process on how to read a new client that walks into your office, which I think is a really, really brilliant advice and something you're going to want to know about. Uh, so he's a really brilliant guy who's giving us priceless information here. So without further ado, enjoy the show. Thank you for coming on the show and welcome to the New Age and Edge podcast. Uh, for everyone out there, this is Eric Kershot. And uh, I would, I researched you a little bit, but I'll let you give a brief uh, introduction of yourself so I don't butcher it. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Taras. I, uh, um, I worked in corporate human resources for for 16 years. Um, I'm from Michigan and went to school in Ohio and moved to Chicago in 1999 and got involved with a a food service company here in Chicago called Levy Restaurants as an HR assistant. And over the course of the next 16 years, um, rose to the director level. And um, uh, along the way in 2011, um, after having learned about the the DISC um, assessment, which we'll talk a little bit about today, I decided that I, I was really passionate about it and wanted to start um, a side business doing more with DISC. And that's what I called Harmony Insights, and that was in 2011. And then just recently, at the beginning of August, I, I left Levy Restaurants to um, focus full-time on uh, Harmony Insights. So 
disc is something that I'm really excited about and learning why people make the decisions that they make. And uh, that kind of brings us to where we are today. Awesome. Awesome. Where, uh, what part of Michigan are you from? Uh, about an hour and a half north of Detroit is called Lakeville, a very small town. I went to high school in Bloom- Bloomfield Hills, which is a, um, uh, a nice suburb of Detroit, and, um, and then moved uh, from there to Gambier, Ohio for college to go to Kenyon, which was okay. another very small town. So at that point, I was, <laughs> I was very used to cornfields and <laughs> right, right. that sort of thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, completely different here in Chicago. No, you know, no cornfields unless you get an hour and a half outside of the city. It was a bit of a wake up call, but I've loved it here yeah. uh, ever since I've been here. Awesome, awesome. Okay, well, tell tell us a little bit about DISC. Uh, what is what does this stand for? Yeah, so DISC is a, a personality or behavioral assessment, and um, D I S and C are the main kind of styles that are um, that it describes and explains. Um, and so D. Is kind of a dominant personality style where people are direct and decisive. Um, I is uh, the influencer. S, uh, people who prefer that style like things sort of steady and consistent. And C is for conscientiousness or compliance. And um, this, in essence, gives us a framework for understanding why we make the decisions we do and how we can communicate more effectively with other people. Awesome. Okay, just taking notes here. But uh, so so how does how would this relate to? So okay, I had you on the show because this is for new real estate agents. This is a show for agents who are out every day working with clients, meeting new people, building new relationships. And in my head, it's very important to understand the personality of a person that you're trying to sell yourself to. Correct. Mm-hmm. I, at least I think so. No, I, that's that's completely correct. Okay, so um, so I guess can you go into it uh to you know to like what we should look for to kind of you know see what traits does a dominant person uh you know show? Sure. Well, um, this goes back you know when we're kids um and and for those of you in, in the audience that have kids, you'll recognize pretty early on that they do have different, very distinct personality styles and certainly in different situations and. I think from a very young age, we're um, trying to figure out how we bring value to the world. And some of us feel like we're valuable if, if we achieve, and some of us if we're liked, and some of us if, if we are first and foremost of service to other people, and then some of us um, if we are accurate or, or we're correct. And that, that comes out pretty early on. Mm-hmm. Um, then along the way, you know, we grow up, we become adults, we get put into positions of management or, or of sales or uh, positions to influence other people and manage and lead other people, but often without um, official training, formal training. And so what what we end up doing is we just resort to what comes most naturally to us. And for a lot of us, that's um, the golden rule, which is, as you know, probably treat other people the way that you yourself would like to be treated. Right. Which makes sense, and there's there's room for that, um, certainly morally and ethically, but um, what that implies is that other people see their world the same way that you do, that mm-hmm. they want to be sold to the way that you like to sell, that they are motivated that you in the way that you are motivated, that they have the same fears. And so naturally, that's kind of how we approach our management and selling style with other people is just assuming, okay, what would I want to be done in this situation? So that's how I'm going to treat somebody else. 
often will be sitting in front of somebody who sees the world the same way. So it'll work and it'll feel very easy and um, you won't have to put too much thought into it or effort. But then at some point you're going to be sitting across from somebody or selling to somebody who sees their world entirely differently and they have different motivations and they have different fears. And all of a sudden the golden rule doesn't apply in the same way. And so we have to learn to adapt in those situations to those people to communicate and connect more effectively with them. And that is, as I see it, the the root and the basis of um, what is going to make your audience specifically and all of us at the end of the day mm-hmm. um, successful in what they do. Um, right. I'll use myself as an example. So I, I bought a condo here in the South Loop a couple of years ago. I worked with a woman who um, we became friends over the course of the process, but she eventually told me, she said, Eric, had we not become friends, I would have fired you so early on. <laughs> it, it took, I will, I'm not lying. The two of us between two summers saw 85 places. Oh my God. And I know your audience is cringing right now. Yes, I'm cringing. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And I'm sure you probably have a certain bucket that you would put me in, in terms of how you categorize me as a buyer. <laughs> uh, probably not something we can talk about on this podcast, but um, I, and the kind of personality style where I need um, I need evidence, I need uh, to do research, I need comparisons to make decisions, and not until I'm completely uh, or as close to completely satisfied as I can be am I going to be comfortable making um, a decision. And that extends to other areas of my life, of course, and it's something that I need to keep in check to help mm-hmm. me understand how I am successful, how I've been successful, or... Um, areas where I need to continue to grow and adapt to become more successful going forward. That is one personality style, but you'll have other buyers who don't really want to waste much time. They're a little bit more direct and decisive about things. You'll have some who um, engage in the in the process, but um, want to socialize along the way and want to want to be heard and want to understand who you are as the seller and what your experience is and what you do socially when you're not working. And as mm-hmm. soon as they get in the car, maybe to be driven around, you know, they're all about the small talk and having these conversations about, uh, about life in general. Um, what this, okay. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was, I was going to ask you, uh, so, um, so I guess it's two main questions that in my head is how do, how do we figure out what we are mm-hmm. and then how do we gauge you know, what our clients are or our prospective clients. Are. That's a great question. So there are there are ways to do that. And in, in, in disc terminology, we call it people reading, right? So there are two ways to do this. One is um, you have people complete an assessment, and we'll talk about that in a moment. And that's okay. assessments are certainly available and, um, you know, high, I mean, highly recommended in terms of I've learned so much about myself and other people through the assessments I have taken. Mm-hmm. Um, but absent that, because uh, we don't always have the luxury of, of having our, our clients complete um, assessments like that, although I've worked with some people who have done that just kind of as a, as a gesture of, um, you know, we're in this and I, I really want to communicate and connect with you as, as best I can. And this is a, um, a tool that will help me do that. Um, the second way that's a little bit easier and more accessible at times is what's basically just called people reading. And all that is is observing um, people and how they behave um, in a way that you may never have done before. So 
you know, when you're first meeting a potential client um, or even a, a re repeat client, you know, are you really listening actively to the words that they're using, how they're using nonverbal cues to understand what they value, how they would prefer to communicate, maybe how they prefer to be sold to, because everybody prefers a different um, selling style, either themselves um, as the real estate agent or different styles of being sold to. And you can pick up all, on a lot of that um, just based on um, observing the, the cues and the, um, the personalities and the behaviors that, that people really are putting in front of you. A lot of people out there aren't um, as clued into those things and aren't as observant. And, and because of that, they leave a lot on the table in terms of um, their ability to connect with others. But if you're paying attention to the words that people are using, how they're using them, um, you can adapt your kind of natural style, your own natural personality uh, in the moment to connect more meaningfully with other people. So um, again, more formally, an assessment is a way to do that. But if you, uh, for example, um, if you get in the, in the car with somebody or you're meeting with somebody um, who's on the quiet side and they're kind of mm -hmm. reserved and they're keeping to, their self, keeping to themselves, it could be that they've just had a bad morning or a bad day. Um, and that may come out over the course of the conversation. But you could be sitting with somebody who is a thinker and somebody who um, is processing a lot inside, not saying too much on the outside, and down the road may take a little bit more time to make a decision or may require um, more evidence or more figures, facts, um, comparisons, mm -hmm. research, in order to know that he or she, um, who might be a little bit more introspective, is making a solid decision because they're concerned, as we all are at different times, with making the wrong or, or a bad decision. And that's going to drive all of their behaviors. Um, okay. Okay. So, so in, in, back to your situation, uh, you saw 85 houses over, uh, 85 condos over two years. Uh, so what would have helped you to make your decision faster? Cause I'm assuming that being said, you're probably what compliance or, or steady yep. S or C. Exactly. Right? So I'm, I'm what we call a high C. I prefer that conscientiousness style, conscientiousness. Okay. which means I'm, I am focused on accuracy. I'm a perfectionist to a certain extent. Um, I, I want to know that I'm making <clears throat> the right decision or at least the best decision for me. The hard part about that for people who prefer that C style is that perfection is unattainable. Um, and even mm -hmm. though we're driving toward that and it's hard for us to make a decision until we have that absolute certainty, that isn't going to be the case um, or, or most often isn't going to be the case. So um, in my mind, and, and the woman that I worked with did this really well, she, um, she was patient with me. You know, she gave me that time. She acknowledged the concerns that I brought up along the way um, and actually just I just recently finished uh, reading Brian Tracy's The Psychology of Selling, and he talks about, he doesn't use disc terms, but he talks about different personality styles when it comes to the selling and buying process. And there are people mm -hmm. who just, um, who need to have their concerns validated and, and, and be understood. And um, I was kind of that personality style that had concerns along the way, and I'd walk in and something would be wrong, and I'd immediately gravitate toward that. What helped is that she told me, you know what, yes, this is something that might not be on your list, but let's consider all the value that this place brings. You know, this, this touches so many of the things that you've let me know that you've wanted. And although it's probably pretty easy to hone in on the one or two things that are wrong with the situation, uh, because that's your personality or that's your behavioral preference. She didn't say that, but 
That's what mm-hmm. I was thinking. Um, let's let's consider the value that, that this place brings and, and all of the, the things on your checklist. And I do think very much in terms of checklists, all the things on your checklist that it really does um, check off. And okay. she kind of shifted my attention away from um, the things that were going to keep me from making a decision and toward the things that were going to help me make a decision. So in my case, that was, um, that was a great way to, to handle that relationship. But she certainly awesome. didn't know that about me early on, had to learn that over time, but because she was observant and um, understood kind of the, the behavioral cues that I was throwing out, she picked up on it and was able to adapt and interact and connect with me in a way that was um, helpful to both of us. Awesome. Awesome. That's, yeah, and I think that's great advice, uh, mostly because I feel like most real estate agents, the majority of us are probably uh, influencer type, you know, where we're uh, very social, we're very, uh, you know, active. I think maybe it's dominant influence or somewhere around uh-huh. there, uh, but you would know better than I would. But yeah, you know, we're active, we're social, we make we make decisions really quick, we just go with the flow a lot of times. And so when we when we were steady or compl- uh, conscientious uh, clients, it's hard for us to uh, it's hard for us to get them to close. It's hard for us to deal with them. You know, we go home, we're tired, we're just worn out because uh, you've taken us all around, <laughs> you haven't made a decision yet, right? That it, it gets hard on us. So you're. So your advice is great because it reminds us to, uh, I think you said, uh, to have a checklist also, you know, and and let our clients know that you'll never, you know, there's no such thing as a 100% house, right? You'll never have 100% of every, even if you built a new home, you know, there are certain things you wouldn't get if you built a custom home, right, that you want. So you'll never have a 100% perfect house. Uh, your dream home is, you know, likely not going to be 100%. So uh, just to remind them that if you can get a home that's 85% or 90%, you know, just look, you know, look for that check. You know, have a checklist there and let them know that these are the things you want. You're going to get most of what you want. And you might be sitting across from somebody who does think in terms of checklists and, and percentages. So that language you were using right now is perfect for a perfect uh, for a certain personality style. Um mm-hmm. Uh, but as you say, if if there are sellers out there and agents who are more dominant or of the influencing styles, um, recognize certainly when you need to adapt. And this goes for everybody. And this is kind of the, the general mantra with all of this um, is that recognize when you do need to adapt, but also be very cognizant of what your strengths are, you know, and if you are more direct and you are more um, influencing in kind of your communication style, how can you use those? to your advantage. At times you'll be working with people who want that directness, really don't want to waste too much time, want to make a decision as quickly as possible, or on the influencing side of things, like appreciate your enthusiasm and your energy and and the conversation that you have and getting to know you as a person throughout the process. So if those are things that come naturally to you, certainly um, take advantage of those. And you'll notice when you're sitting with those people who see the world the same way that you do, because it'll just be easy. There won't be any effort. Um, it won't take time. Um, you won't have to think too much in terms of how do I adapt to be more effective with this person. Um, right. But at the times when when that does come up, it helps you to understand, okay, in order to be able to connect with you or communicate more effectively with you, I need to know what my own natural style is. So I know beyond a doubt how I need to adapt to be more effective. And I think that's where um, the assessments come in. Um, And there are different assessments that um, I certainly make available with Harmony Insights, um, which is my coaching company and consulting company. Um, 
and one in particular, there's a sales assessment, there's a one that deals in management, there's one for leadership. It, it takes into account different contexts. And I've had mm -hmm. different one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching clients and companies um, gravitate to one or another depending on kind of what their context and what their objectives are. Um, but based on the conversation we've had, I, I feel like that that sales profile is something um, that would be beneficial and, and um, for, for people who would consider that. Um, that allows you to uh, go online, answer a number of questions, and get back a, a customized report that um, really digs into your natural behavioral styles, environmental preferences, and then gives you plenty of information on uh, how to communicate with other people in as effective way as possible. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, I, I, I checked out your site, and I, I looked through the uh, assessments myself. I haven't taken one yet. But you, you do have a lot of options there and a lot of things that I've never even uh, considered. Uh, some of your, uh, you know, some of your assessments are, are different, but not different, but, you know, they're, they're unique. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they're not unique in the, the disc world. But uh, for me, you know, I'm used to taking <laughs> the uh, the checklist of, you know, are you, you know, do you like, you know, the A or B answers. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm used to taking the, the basic ones because I've taken uh, strength, strength finders. Uh -huh. I've done this one. I've done all the other ones. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. So how can people uh, reach out to yeah. you? Yeah, uh, just just Harmony Insights. Well, ultimately, ultimately, you want something that is um, that is accessible. And uh, so yes, HarmonyInsights.com is is the website that I have up. Um, and I I think I'm I'm most passionate about Disc because it is a it's a tool and a resource that allows you to um, most easily. Um, learn about yourself, learn about other people, and you can honestly set it aside once you've gotten that far. And, and as long as you internalize kind of the, the language that it uses and the concepts, you'll be able to start in, interacting with it and using it in your day-to-day -day life, either at home with loved ones or at work in a professional setting in a way that doesn't require you to continue to go back to assessment. It just becomes kind of natural to you. So um, what I've done for your audience, I was excited to do this. I, I actually developed a page that I put on Harmony Insights, and the, the URL is harmonyinsights.com slash edge, E-D-G-E. Um, and when your listeners go there, this isn't something that's available to the wider audience, but when your listeners go directly to that website, uh, they'll find some, some information that I've put together specifically for them, including um, a special deal courtesy pricing on a... Um, a, a package, a, a coaching package that involves the disc sales profile plus 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one coaching time. Um, and then I've also thrown together a few other resources, links to some books that I think would be useful, um, some additional disc resources, and even a couple of a podcast or two um, that I thought would be useful to the people who are listening to us right now. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Eric. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know you were going to do all that. So I, I really appreciate that. And I think the listeners are going to get a lot from it. So yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No problem. I, I would love to hear from people. This is like I mentioned at the top of the podcast, this is what I'm focusing on full time right now. And there are a lot of, I think, coaches and consultants out there that kind of, um, they touch on different topics or different assessments and kind of bounce around. And I think with my corporate HR experience and my passion for disc, that is, that is my focus. Uh, my biggest passion is helping people become more effective in, in everything that they're doing, whether personally or professionally, using um, this sort of personality assessment or this approach as a foundation and then taking it in whatever direction we need to so that, that people are experiencing greater effectiveness in general in terms of how they connect and relate with other people. 
Awesome. Yeah, thank you. Okay, great. All right, well, I'm, I'm not going to take up too much more of your time. Uh, we, we keep our podcast short and sweet. But uh, is, is there anything else you want to leave with the, the audience that we didn't mention? Uh, no, that's it. I just continue to read, learn, develop, and, and serve other people in the way that you're used to doing and adapt to um, other people's personality styles and, and behavioral tendencies to become as effective as, uh, as you can in, um, in what you're up to in life, whatever that is. Awesome. Okay. All right. Well, I, have, I do have one last question. I kind of ask everyone this. Uh, so it's Monday morning. I'm a new real estate agent. Uh, I see a client walk in uh, to the office. What's to kind of get a gauge with their personality? If you were in my shoes, what would you look at and what would you listen for uh, to kind of get a gauge of what their profile is, what their personality is? That's a fantastic question. I think it comes in two parts. One, use your eyes, you know, get a sense of what they're sending you in their nonverbal language. You know, is somebody, you know, walking confidently? Do they have their shoulders back and their head up? Uh, their chest out, the sorts of things that would lead you to believe that they are going to be um, uh, feel more powerful than their environment and come in and make decisions and 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 be personable and and relate to you in a way that is going to be a little bit more active, or is the person kind of sunken in, quiet, reserved, um, not saying too much right off the bat? You know, non-verbally, you will understand <laughs> pretty soon. I talk about this in terms of job interviewing as well. You'll understand right off the bat um, what somebody's bringing to you and and how to interact with them just based on nonverbal language alone. And then second, when you do get to talking, let them do a lot of it, at least off the bat. You know, let them um, um, tell you what they're looking for and what they value and how their day was and and get good at asking questions and really actively listening. And I think if you're using your eyes in that way, you're using your ears in that way, within the first five minutes of, of meeting a potential client, you will know um, how to engage in the selling process with this person. And that's not going to change over time. It's not going to be different today than it is tomorrow for the most part. Um, mm -hmm. Right off the bat, you'll know how to engage with this person. And it's just using your eyes and your ears. Okay. And one, one more follow-up question. Uh, so I, I see their body language. I hear their words. Uh, from the, from a salesman's perspective, do I want to match that? You know, there's a gimmick out there that says to to match a person's body language to influence them or to match their you know their verbal language. Is this something you would recommend, or do you think just be myself? It's a great question. I mean, being authentic at the end of the day is going to be the the easiest um, for everybody. You know, you be who you are, bring your strengths to the table, but be aware of of when you can adapt and, and what you're talking about is called mirroring. And, and oftentimes that is an effective way of connecting with somebody. You know, if somebody comes to you and they're high energy and enthusiastic and your natural behavior is to be a little bit on the quieter side um, yeah. and be lower energy, that could turn the person off or vice versa. If you're very high energy, enthusiastic and they come in and uh, they're not as energetic, you could come across as intimidating, overwhelming, things that you certainly don't intend. But because of that difference in, in personality style, um, there's just um, a disconnect there. So mm -hmm. it's just above all, you know, be genuine, be authentic in who you are, but remain mindful and cognizant along the way of when you may be coming on too strong, not strong enough, or at the very least, when you can um, adapt even just a little bit to connect more effectively with somebody. And if that's mirroring their behavior, then that's certainly a, um, a great way to go about it. Awesome. All right. Great, inf great information here. Eric. And make sure uh, everybody out there listening, 
Make sure you go to HarmonyInsights.com slash Edge to get your your, your free evaluation, not free evaluation, but your, your discount evaluation and your free resources. Uh, I've seen his website. He does things uh, really well. It's really well put together. So uh, go there. I'm sure you'll be impressed. Uh, Eric, thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time. Thank you, Travis. It's been an honor. I appreciate it. No problem. All right. Talk to you All later. Right. Bye. Thanks, ladies and gents, for tuning in today. To recap just a little, today we talked about what DISC is, how to work with C or conscientious types, and yes, I'll probably need spell check for that word, because most agents are spur-of-the-moment, quick decision makers, and it can drain us to work with C types, uh, whereas they need time, they need they need details, they need checklists. Um, so Eric gave a lot of terrific info uh, there, on not on his experience, but an experience that many of us go through all the time. Also... At the end, he tells us how to read a person. You have to really use your eyes and ears to read their body language and listen to their verbal language and their verbal cues and also look at their the cues that they have in their energy. And that will tell you clearly who they are because body language doesn't lie. So this is one of my favorite shows so far because I'm really interested in the idea of uh, reading another person and selling to that person based on how they want to be sold to. So I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please reach out to Eric. Please take advantage of his of the free offer that he's given us. And I'll see you next week.